I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Although mass incarceration harms Black America as a whole, its more direct victims are the poorest, least educated Blacks. While the lifetime risk of incarceration skyrocketed for African-American male high school dropouts with the advent of mass incarceration, it actually decreased slightly for black men with some college education. As a result, by the year 2000, the lifetime risk of incarceration for black high school dropouts was 10 times higher than it was for African-Americans who had attended college. Hey, welcome to the Black Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Wow. And we are back uh it took a little bit of a break mm-hmm. um and i know you know the number one question on a lot of people's mind was what are we supposed to do about the walking dead like y'all supposed to recap this and y'all took that week off and the show didn't take a week off mm-hmm. so y'all still gotta recap it and you know what you're absolutely fucking right you're you absolutely do. right so before we get started on anything we're gonna go ahead and give you guys your recap of the walking dead mm-hmm. okay it's a lot of stuff that happened in the last week that was interesting that we do want to talk about but we know that we can't just hop right into that without giving you guys your fix your need so uh let's get into it I imagine that this will be a short one pretty mm-hmm. straightforward yes, um yes. plus we got shit to do but uh we are still gonna give you the recap you demand and deserve and need god damn it um so <laughs> the name of this episode was silence the whispers um uh it was um about uh let's see um what's the best way to describe this episode it was um it was about lydia trying to live um okay lydia just lydia just want to live okay guys that's all and it was about um how a hilltop had a tree fall and if a tree falls a hilltop and nobody's there to see it does it really happen i don't know and does it make a sound yes because zombies come all right <laughs> this episode <laughs> this episode's called silence they the make Whis- the sound <laughs> right right <laughs> uh but yeah this episode is called silence the whisperers karen um what do you think about this episode in general i enjoyed it uh it really really uh uh to kind of base it in reality they made it real life about how people fuck up and people don't want to forgive like mm-hmm. like 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 they really hit that like people fuck up and they even had negan in jail like they had him locked up he was in jail locked up separated from them he has done everything they asked he's not breaking the rules he's following everything to the t and it y'all in 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 time it's been like six years so some time has passed and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm not trying to say they need to quote unquote um uh get over immediately but time has passed you know and the only thing that would show is he has changed his time and the thing is they're like nope you have done this thing we will never forgive you for this thing never 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 ever forgive you even though everybody has fucked up and everybody has made flaws and everybody had somebody that had to forgive them be it your brothers and sisters be it your parents be it your nieces and nephews somebody somewhere had to forgive you for something but when it comes to other people we don't we don't extend that same compassion 
that's the longest you ever talked when i asked how did you like the show normally you just say i liked it or yes or i loved it uh, uh, well done um at any rate i liked it uh, i thought it was a good episode um <clears throat> and we'll get into some of the specifics but i like the interaction between uh lydia and negan and seeing i like when we see our group not as just the moral perfection and that our group has flaws too right i'm a big fan of that i'm tired of like you know just we root for our group fuck everybody else i'm like no nah, i kind of like seeing how things interact and break down um and of course at hilltop you know there's uh, a lot going on and of course there's a big old kiss in this episode yes it is all right so i broke it down into two different groups there's things that happen to alexandra and there's things that happen at hilltop um hilltop is much shorter um so i'll just do that and then we'll get into alexandria so it starts with this montage and it's of both locations but at you know different times the main part of hilltop's uh montage that we see is that yumiko and magna are lovers and they're like smanging just just scissoring each other's cakes to smanging smithereens yes, okay they are. they are getting down and then we see in the morning zeke uh who's no longer like you know a king over at hilltop he's just a zeke from detroit <clears throat> he wakes up and like he's coming out of the bathroom and walks past like yumiko or magna and doesn't even speak and he looks very despondent he lays mm-hmm. in the bed he's depressed i mean he done he's lost really sad he done lost everything yeah, y'all yeah, his kingdom his woman his son like everything gone you know he's having a hard time and mm-hmm. so he's laying up in bed depressed and then he hears a sound from outside runs outside and a tree has fallen down on some of the houses in on like a barn or something inside of the hilltop and it's like falling over the wall area from outside into the inside so of course you have a bunch of concerns um like the noise um the uh the fact that it's laying on the gate the injuries to people inside mm-hmm. um and everyone has to get organized quickly to fix this um connie and kelly even start to worry like in sign language like connie's convinced that it's the whisperers that pushed the tree down mm-hmm. now what did you consider that it might be no okay mm-hmm. I, I just figured out they you need forest trees fall all the time and I think that not trying to find the size of that tree, data had to do a lot of fucking work to tip that shit over. And it don't sound like it's the MO. Sound like we just roll up with zombies. We're not trying to put in any extra work. Yeah, I think kind of the theme of this season so far has been the paranoia of dealing with the whispers. Mm-hmm. Being that they can hide among the dead and there's so many of them and you never know when they're coming and what's directly them and what's not. Um, it seems like our group has had several situations where they thought the whispers are around you had the mass that they found in oceanside you had um when they had the fire or whatever they didn't want to cross over into the other boundaries to look for you know or whatever to look for them you had the waves of walkers that hit them last week Mm -hmm. then you had um this tree and every time it's like stuff that it could be just the environment trees fall down sometimes yeah they do and they get old. waves of zombies could have been attracted to the satellite making that booming sound everybody tried to ignore eugene but that was new eugene was like dog this was a sonic boom this was like this wasn't nothing regular like it literally draw probably drew shit from hundreds of miles away in this direction and then when uh michonne cut that walker's face off you know we were like i was like well maybe that was the it wasn't a mask it was just that but 
i think the point is they're paranoid and rightfully so because when they had that meetup alpha basically told them every single time they had ever encroached their land so they got eyes everywhere they are watching them and so now you think are they going to be aggressive they took away their hunting land last week after that negotiation went wrong when carol tried to shoot her and shit um so it seems like the whole thing is um uh this tree to me i didn't think the tree was them but the fact that our group thinks it says a lot about the position our group is in correct and they had just been up 30 something 72 outliers ridiculous oh everybody's tired well not in hilltop oh that's right that's right my bad my bad my bad yes he was in hilltop now separate group my bad but they're still paranoid out in the earl out in an earl over here connie and kelly basically saying like could it be the whispers and they're like it is them it's definitely them and then um zeke uh jerry asked zeke like hey boss what should we do you know should we do this that and other and zeke freezes right and you he's asking him because literally he's the only leadership position there literally everybody else that quote unquote has a form of a leadership position isn't there at the time so it is literally his call to make a decision but i think because of the the where his mind is and how he feels he just questioning every judgment he makes so other people start making decisions because they're like something got to be done we can't sit here and stare at you while you make a non-decision well he actually what i like about this moment is that jerry asks him ask him boss what should we do zeke freezes right he looks like a deer in headlights jerry then kind of tries to be like well, oh look you want you need to go inside like kind of like he knows zeke is having some issues right. and jerry's so used to like covering for him and putting him above everybody else and zeke is the one who says no it's other people trapped don't worry about me worry about the pe- helping people and so they basically come up with a plan to try to rescue the people but they can't all go in there together because if everybody gets in there and starts rumbling around in this barn that has a tree on top of it it might fall down and collapse on everyone right so they're gonna have to go in one by one and get everybody out um and then the zombies show up at the fence uh a different area mm-hmm. attracted by the noise right and uh that's when the like you know the the walking dead theme starts intro sounds um then on the road to hilltop leaving alexandria is michonne and a couple other people and judith's with them i think eugene was with them and um they they basically have a conversation about um what happened to carol because carol we saw got cut up judith saw it and she's like i see you carol got shot up was it by the whispers and uh <laughs> michonne's like carol was shooting at them um <laughs> And, hey baby it's the other way around and they then, should be scared you know and it's it's interesting because you know you you got this fine line where you want your kid to be a kid in the z-pock but it's the z-pock and there's danger everywhere and judith is pretty fucking capable so yeah she got that guy when uh which mccullough came in there and she stood at the top of the stairs but i fuck with my mom if you want to right like she's about that life so michonne's like listen um we uh went to she tells her the truth we went to meet up with alpha and um carol tried to kill her and uh we stopped it but you know she took all she took all the land low you know she took our hunting grounds because of that and uh because she wasn't going to tell her at all but judith was like you know maybe i could be another set of ears maybe i have another you know perspective and she's a very very smart 
little girl and she can sense michonne like like and like all children can you know just like parents know their children children know their parents so she you know that's why uh in last episode she was like is it okay to rest is everything okay like she was asking you know trying to figure out shit on her own i'm pretty sure she was watching a lot too so she's not a child that that you might as well tell her the truth because she learned if you don't tell her the truth she gonna go hunt for it and you ain't gonna like the way she finds it so just go ahead and just be flat flat with her yeah and so she basically gives her some words of wisdom uh michonne is like look when you start negotiating with a bully you really can't trust them so we don't even know if she's gonna keep her word you you watch their actions not what they telling you um she also said that some bullies you can't negotiate with and you can't just live with and some you can and right basically you watch their actions and when the actions are unexpected you know that and she trails off and then judah says well what if you know how when we want rj to go to sleep we let her you say let him run around he gonna get tired and then we put him to sleep and she said what if that's what they're doing to us like they got us running around doing all this shit like they're sending waves of walkers at us crashing a tree into the uh into the hilltop what if they're doing all this shit just to like you know make us scared make us tired so that we're easier to kill Mm -hmm. um and then uh before before they can get further into that uh i actually have the scene here judith spots ezekiel on horseback by himself um so i'll play the clip i mean not judith michonne Of course. Um, let it load for a second. You see something? See Ezekiel. Why is the king out here? I don't know. You guys keep riding to Hilltop. Good luck, Mom. Thanks, babe so she sends judith and them to hilltop without her so she can go check on ezekiel she comes to a clearing ezekiel has taken his horse gotten off his horse walked off to like basically a cliff Mm -hmm. and he's standing there and it's clear that he's contemplating jumping right and so we knew he was despondent we saw he was out of it during the tree crisis and depressed we see you know we know he's lost his son his kingdom his wife his everything you know his uh so I guess he's contemplating ending it all. And so Shane comes up to see, try to save him. You should go. Can you step away from the edge? And he was like, don't push me, cause I'm. She stands next to him on the edge. And then she holds his hand. And he let out that black man, I'm trying not to cry. Sigh. <laughs> trying to be strong. And they hug. And then their dreads link up like in Avatar. Right. It's okay. 
and then you get all sense it coming he kisses her mm-hmm. and i mean look at this kiss she kind of returned that joint and then she pulled away now listen it has been six years since she since rick disappeared and a woman has needs all right don't judge her for this kiss y'all no 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 i i i i, I and it was so funny that i don't judge either party and that's that i know that might sound weird for me but it's just the fact that he's lonely she's lonely it's one of those things where if situation would have been normal he wouldn't have even, even have attempted something like that mm-hmm. um and i i do think that he just wanted kind of a woman's touch if that makes sense like he just wanted a, you know what i'm saying like he misses carol like carol is his love and she knows that so it was one of those things where she's like oh no 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 baby i know this i know that you did not mean to do this at this period of time and i don't think we're supposed to judge the kiss to be honest like um like i thought about this and um especially the conversation they have immediately after the kiss Mm -hmm. um i think that was really a little bit of fan like a nod to the fans of the comic right um because afterwards when they talk about it um like they're not it's not like a you know why'd you kiss me what was wrong with you or or what should we see where this relationship goes like they're immediately like you know we wouldn't work out we both too stubborn and um he says maybe in another universe and i said oh this is for us comic book readers because in the comic book zeke and michonne were together for a long time yeah they were um and like that was a like a dope couple to me mm-hmm. and in the comic books michonne only dates black men so yep uh like at one point even dating gabriel who was crazy as hell um right. like she's like I, I like chocolate okay i'm not doing this with y'all um so uh yeah it was it was kind of a um interesting um it was an interesting situation this uh the kiss or whatever um and then um they then he also brings up like you know i lost the kingdom i lost carol i don't even know how to talk to her no more and michonne then has a very emotional speech about losing rick rick and how she was suicidal and back in the day because if you don't if you remember michonne's origin story is like she was a lawyer who lost her uh baby like her her child got killed her uh boyfriend and brother got killed and then she ended up like making them her zombies and shit but she talks about how even after the prison there was this moment where she wanted to like die she had she no longer wanted to walk with the zombies chained up she couldn't go back to it and then she went and killed like fucking 20 zombies in a row and all this shit so um so she's like look i've been through a lot right and then after losing rick she's like look man i used to be a part of you know that a dynamic duo you know a partner in crime and now i don't have that no more and it's all on me and i'm raising these kids by myself and so they both kind of have a moment of reflection and she also tells him like you know when they're walking out like you know you're a pretty good kisser he was like oh that was my best work i'm shabby uh this at my i'm at my lowest and he was like also uh she was like i haven't kissed anybody over four feet tall in six years so um, <laughs> and then he was like uh oh then she basically makes uh tells him don't not to do that again like if he's right. feeling that way don't ride out alone and all this type of stuff and uh, he thanks her so that was like i said it was kind of a cute moment or whatever um and kind of hopeful you know it's you know what it was it was the opposite of eugene and rosita yes 
like it didn't turn into a friend zone or you owe me i'm a, you know i was nice to you at right. some point it's, it's like they both understood that this was going nowhere yeah it's like yeah it's, it we good at that um so then at hilltop they all rush in and um well they realize during the rescue that there's more people and then there's walkers coming and the walkers are weighing on the fence which might knock the tree down and destroy everybody kill everyone so they're like we need to go outside and kill these walkers because they're gonna fucking kill everybody if we don't correct um and uh they go outside and it's uh the crew that new crew luke connie uh kelly yumiko yumiko sorry you had to try huh yes you had to try i like that at least you went for it magna magna uh yumiko my bad it's all good it's all good and they uh i don't got the names in front of me y'all i'm sorry and they go out out to like kill the kill the walkers and ward them off or whatever before they can weigh on the fence and fucking kill everybody and shit um and it's some pretty cool zombie action i mean it's not something i can really show everybody because you know it's just they all got like the new people got cool weapons and shit now uh so that was cool to see them like swinging around fucking like hatchets and and you know all kinds of stuff um but my the highlight to me um as they start defeating the zombies like they have an argument right and they went out in the afternoon but it's nighttime and they're still out there fighting zombies right so they've been fighting for a hot minute right once again a ginormous herd of zombies so they realize it's too many they've saved all the people they say get back inside right and that, that, because that was the goal right but magna doesn't want to she's like no we got to protect the wall because the wall's gonna fall if we go inside and the zombies keep approaching that wall where the tree fell we basically got to kill them until the you know until there's not enough there's none left and um everybody uh yumiko is the one that's kind of de facto in charge now if you guys remember we didn't see this at first because when yumiko arrived in alexandria she had the concussion right so she was the one that we never really got to see how she, how her what her interactions were in the group Mm-mm. turns out that she's somewhat of a leader right so yumiko basically uh, countermands magna and everyone says get inside and they all run inside and as soon as they get inside the walkers make part of the gate fall down right and and the thing is it was almost like a case 22 because they're her yumiko's thing was if we stay out here we will die like it is literally too many of them we've been fighting for hours like this is too much right um and and also like they had some close calls like zombies were falling on people you know like someone could have got bit it only takes uh only takes one time right you get bitten and all of a sudden it's fucked up so um once they get inside um they they start rallying to defend the breach and this is when we get one of the coolest action sequences in my opinion is when michonne and judith link up and we see both of them using swords in synchronized action
that shit was so cute yes and it reminds me so much of rick and carl yes um, because the thing is is that um you can tell she's been training and her her thing is i don't want to be useless like michonne fought her so long and treated her as a kid and she was like look i'm yes i am a child but at the same time i i i am going to defend myself whether you want me to or not yeah so you may as well train me and so you could tell that she spent some time with her because she literally turned around and judas was fucking them zombies up oh that shit was so adorable mm-hmm. and then like they even have a moment where they shows michelle's face as she's watching judah and she kind of smiles like that's my girl look at her fucking that zombie up mm-hmm. oh, she's gonna be a beast when she get older god that shit was so dope um so then uh after after they kill the the zombies or whatever um uh michelle is talking about going up the ocean side because they saw a walker there or whisper they think a whisperer they saw a whisperer there and luke asked can he go um and uh, they, they came with the joke they clowned him because they know they he really like, want to oh, go oh you go you going up there for that for that for that woman that was throwing that thing thing at you yeah jules was her name and she had uh she was the tall woman mm-hmm. who was flirting with him when he was up there and he and he didn't even realize what was happening and so of course <laughs> he's like you know i too feel the call of the ocean uh and it was <laughs> like i bet you do the motion of the ocean <laughs> and then of course <laughs> then of course eugene decides to stay in hilltop and help repair their fence which i think we all know is really about he, he can't show his face in alexandria mm-hmm. again and be around rosita who he you know is just forlorn over or whatever so he ain't coming back Mm-mm. and he was like i just regret that i won't be able to you know t- escort judith back to um to uh, alexandria because they're also sending some stuff to alexandria and uh michelle was like oh don't worry about that she coming with me right, right come on my ride or die i wouldn't dare let her yeah she come with wherever i go she's going because right. i think michelle's like oh she can defend herself like i don't really have to worry about her anymore so it's like Mm-mm, nah she come with me so then magna and yumiko have an argument later and it's basically we find out because we know magna used to be uh a criminal like at one point i think it was aaron or somebody was bringing up during the alexandria meeting about whether they could stay there like uh she been in the prison you know like, we well, just can't just let her stay in here um and so um the thing is yumiko and her getting this fight and it seems like one of those fights where it's not really about what the thing is about Mm-mm. and her thing is like you told us to come in you know we could have took those zombies and she's like what was like no nah, we we had to to save everybody we had already did blah blah blah. she's like you know like what's this really about and then she was like you're not my lawyer anymore and so it sounds like their relationship is yumiko used to be the lawyer for career criminal uh yeah and, um magna yeah and then the zipak happened so then it didn't matter no more right but that relationship that that, that power dynamic must not have completely gone away or uh it could just also be that uh magna's insecure about it right you know um so then everyone says goodbye and they head out to oceanside and luke gets a super long goodbye i don't know if you noticed this but Mm. his goodbye was much much longer than everybody Everybody else's 
like michonne just kind of like all right y'all and you know everyone's kind of you know speaking or whatever but for some reason when he said goodbye it, that shit was like he was hugging everybody he stops and right, points and waves at people because yeah, they've been separated and stuff before but mm-hmm. i think this is the first time where they got a feeling it's gonna be for a longer period of time yeah and it, and it did feel like he's going up there to pursue that woman and maybe mm-hmm. live so he, up there right, so he may not come back and they had a big thing about how they need to stay together right uh not too long ago um but i could not help but notice how long this fucking goodbye was um oh damn that's the wrong link um i guess i don't have that video but yeah i it was just long as fuck like wave hug wave uh nod to somebody hitting the car back <laughs> wave to everybody else <laughs> point, point yeah point pointing to you back at three houses down yeah it was like when someone's getting a standing ovation <laughs> you guys know that when a standing ovation you see like a live something live and it's yes, a standing ovation they, and it they, goes too long like it's like regular standing ovation like say that's 30 seconds but it's one of those standing ovations where it's going into the uncomfortable like one minute learn range <laughs> and so now they got to start thinking of extra shit to do to be like all right now double point to you <laughs> i see you in the back all right i'm gonna put my hands together in a thank you manner and bow okay <laughs> y'all still ain't stopped all right i'm gonna put both hands up like yeah and that know? just makes it worse everybody's yeah. chill out it in like I'm, okay i'm finally i'm trying to shush y'all down oh y'all won't stop okay now i'm doing the all shucks motion you guys are so you guys are too much like it like it's that, <laughs> like it, it was like it was like it was that a number love it was that level of goodbye i said damn man are they gonna kill luke i hope not because that felt like goodbye forever like and i and i mean you have to wonder right because we know michonne's gonna be off the show um and i wonder if this is kind of the sign of they're going to oceanside she's taking judith something's gonna happen where basically michonne and judith aren't on the show anymore and um this will help rick be reunited with judith and michonne and whatever that spinoff movie they do right and um and luke may have to get he may get killed during this during this trip or something because it just felt too oh, it was too not. much y'all it was too much all right i hope not oh he steps up in some form of leadership position in oceanside well yeah wishful thinking and all that yeah um, I, yeah i'm just positive i like luke think. i like Me luke too. so i don't want to see him go but it, i don't know that goodbye was 45 seconds like what the fuck they don't even do that for like if daryl says hey i'm going to so-and-so carol it's not never 45 I, seconds like, see you nigga this nigga said goodbye to everyone in that goddamn group <laughs> um anyway i hope nothing happened to him but damn that's a, y'all watch it again if y'all want to y'all see what i'm talking about you be like damn nigga how long does it take to say goodbye <laughs> it's like we're waiting for your mama to get out the phone when you want to go somewhere oh that shit the worst it's like yeah i'm about to take uh i'm about to take roger to the pool what girl she did what mm-hmm. now hold up now okay well look i'm gonna call you back he ready to go to the pool what else happened girl oh, oh now hold on now when you're looking like mama well, that's how i felt all right and then uh, alexandria um we open with a montage of daryl chilling with michelle's family at dinner then he brings some food uh from dinner to carol's room carol doesn't open the door uh we see sadiq walking around all sweaty looking dazed and confused Mm -hmm. uh lydia sees it nobody else really sees it then he runs off another direction uh i don't know anything about ptsd so i don't know if people are into this portrayal of it or not it's kind of like i know about having asthma Mm. so when i watch movies and characters and tv shows where they have asthma as a plot device i always am like you know i'm always judging to be like is that close to what the symptoms look like or is that fake and 
you know a lot of times it's not good but i always wonder how and maybe ptsd varies so much per, yeah. per person that it looks differently but yeah I, I i just wonder if they're doing a good job or not you know right. i have nothing bad to say about Me either, it because i don't know right i just that's the thing i watched it and recognized like well maybe that's the thing he's sweating like he's in a panic he's running around at night and then uh who knows what's going on with Sadiq, you know um so then um gabe and rosita are walking the baby at night we see that carol comes out of her room gets dinner uh in the morning lydia goes to train because their aaron is teaching everybody how to train to like defend themselves against the whisperers and he's like no you already dead you're looking at your feet you got to do this that and other right and so three do three people mock her one of them is the woman who's in the highway man who wants revenge mm-hmm. she's super pressed i do not like this woman Mm-mm. like like you're new here ma'am we not in the highway man okay Mm-mm. you need to chill the fuck out all right the group say we ain't doing revenge yet calm the fuck down right but you always gotta have somebody in the group to be like fuck what y'all doing you be like you all you're gonna do is get killed to get somebody else killed like that's how this always end <laughs> right and then the other two are gage and the other guy who i don't know if y'all remember but when they had that um fair and king and hills and kingdom in the kingdom mm-hmm. when they had that fair i believe they were the two that were picking on lydia back then mm-hmm. and then she came over and like mm-hmm. fucked them up okay so they are thank them the two boys that was hanging with uh henry and that girl or the another these are different i don't know i don't remember okay. all of the okay. these are such side c-level characters, characters to me right i just know they're dicks yes they are and so they pick on lydia when she comes over the train and basically like we got to do all this training because you you the you you the your mama went killing everybody and they mock her and all this shit and so she walks off aaron notices it and doesn't say anything right now i peep that and i fought him for not correcting him and be like chill the fuck out what aaron is becoming is kind of it's kind of a bad he's in a bad place mm-hmm. he's kind of like not as dangerous but kind of like rosita when she tried to shoot negan well she's just so in her own head about like fuck everybody fuck everything i'm angry and i'm just gonna stay angry aaron's like that because you would think after negan saved his life just last week maybe he would change his tone a little bit but he's still blaming negan for eric's death he's still keeping that same energy he's, he's basically what petty looks like you're like he's looking up lydia's old tweets you know that kind of shit yeah and and also the, the thing is is like people have loss and i understand him being through so much loss because he used to be optimistic and literally him and michonne swap places because last season that was michonne mm. fuck them new niggas like nobody knew is never 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 coming in again and he fought her tooth and nail about being open-minded letting people in and like it's like okay now it's done going the other way where yeah he lost he lost jesus he lost eric and you know but my like i said you would have thought last week he may have learned something from the fact that negan saved his life and what's the what's the fucked up there's a lot of people like that it's like they go okay you did something but it don't change who you are like 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 yeah. in his it mind, doesn't change how i feel about you right. i need to i need to stick to the script of you ain't shit uh and and i'm not giving it up right um because if i give it up guess what that mean i'm fucking wrong and i'm not willing to admit i fucked up yeah some people uh some people never get that so uh at any rate um he is up um 
ignoring what they just fucking did to lydia which i just thought was very fucked up on aaron's part right because that was a chance to nip it in the bud and he clearly didn't give a fuck right he doesn't like lydia either for some reason um let me pause that all right so then lydia goes and starts playing with some worms over in negan's garden mm-hmm. and negan's like moving some clothes like to the to the laundromat i don't know all he doing is working his parole that's all he do is work release okay that's it a permanent work release and she playing with a worm in the garden i don't know if she's gonna eat it for a job like i don't know if she's just gonna help find worms to put in the garden to help aerate it or she's just looking for worms because she's like i need a snack okay i am sick and tired of this shit worms take me away henry would have loved some raw worms right about now it always yes took the edge off with an earthworm just trying to clear my head your third visit in a week you keep it up you're gonna find some socks with your name on them gage and his friends started again today so you can always you can intimate from this conversation they talk mm-hmm. she comes she comes through there three times this week to talk to negan and part of the reason i think she's talking to negan and this is why henry was so important even though i know if people hated henry they probably hate lydia but he was the person that kept her in the group and grounded like his his big heart was the reason that um that the group could not ignore lydia and had some empathy for her even when they didn't want to because they raised this really empathic kid this is what happens when um this is what happens when like you have racist parents right you right like racist parents a lot of times aren't like hey boy don't play with niggers like a lot of times their racism doesn't really come out and they don't want to teach the kid their racist values when they're young what happens is the kid starts getting to an age where they're out experiencing the world they're rebelling or they're just you know exploring and they get they make a black friend and that's when the racism comes out hey we don't hang out with this that or other you know we don't we don't like that and so their kid is kind of the gateway because they don't want to raise a racist kid but they but but you know you want your kid to have these great values but you don't really believe in them that's kind of what happened with henry i think you have this group where they're raising kids they want their kids to be open and still be kids and play and have fun and uh learn and meet people and trust each other except then you run into you know a tough situation like the one with lydia and it's like nah not now and henry just kept going like nah we said that we this type of way right and he basically pointed a mirror be like y'all are basically going against everything y'all taught me like so what do if what, what you taught me is a lie right because and that's the thing that adults don't want to admit that sometimes they are contradictory to the children or they or they can say they can say things that contradict themselves to their children and their children call them out on it and a lot of parents get angry and lash out and they because they don't want to hear that because adults uh don't want to admit they wrong to their children but sometimes you actually fuck up and another reason why i think lydia is talking to negan because out of everybody there she knows that he understands right nobody else understands everybody else has always been accepted nobody else had really ever been on the outside of the group right uh and was was kind of integrated in and still have people looking at them crazy because and, and what's interesting is the highwaymen not really part of the group no they're not but look at how quickly they assimilated in and the, part of the group dynamics is that most people consider loyalty to be loyalty to people you know i'm not one of these people i consider loyalty to be loyalty to your principles 
but a lot of people have been raised that loyalty means if your friend is wrong but they're your friend you need to support them in being wrong and that's how i think most people seem to navigate the world i'm that's not i'm not necessarily making a judgment but Mm -hmm. that's my life my lived experience is watching people when their friend do something fucked up then all of a sudden it's time for like i gotta support my friend right yeah because nobody wants to be outside of the group so to see aaron a veteran in our group turn and just turn a cold shoulder to lydia and and watch that harassment she's right she's also picking up on that message it's okay to treat me this way so where is she gonna run of course she's gonna run to negan he's strong he's tough he's made it through this he's also an outcast being judged for some shit that uh he did years ago now they're not necessarily the same person but since everyone else is letting her be pushed away she's gonna go to him for advice so this is advice to her again jesus all right kid look obviously you're having a day but you know what happened to rolling with it i'm not just gonna smile and take it i didn't say that but i also didn't say to run and hide i mean shit you said to kill him with kindness i did say that look they are trying to get a reaction out of you they want to see you upset don't give that to them screw them let's go that's daryl i'm good now she is just trying to fit in well that ain't ever gonna happen if she hangs out with you now is it we were just talking he ain't your friend he gets me just stay away from him all right somebody has written on lydia's door uh silence the whisperers in graffiti yeah it might as well say no niggas allowed yeah so so she's looking like but but you but we're uh-huh I, i'm supposed to sit here and deal because it's a thing like everybody is missing it it's like daryl is like fuck negan she's like he's the only one that gets me and you walk up on this sign and she's looking like like bitch what i'm supposed to do now like you telling me it's gonna be all right but it's not gonna be all right they're fucking harassing me and, and nobody is addressing this issue right and other issue is that you know negan's giving her advice and it seems that his initial advice was like look fuck them let them hate just keep doing you don't let it affect you they want to see it affect you she goes back there to you know to kind of be away from everybody and so he's like well they watching you they're gonna see that you're being like kind of weak that they're affected that they're getting to you and when they get to you like this it makes it worse for yourself like you're not actually helping to to solve the problem you you know you're actually going to end up dealing with more bullshit um so uh you know which makes sense you know so then um let's see lydia go (laughs) lydia goes to the cafeteria and sits at the lunch table with the three people that have been harassing her and she's got a fucking dead squirrel and she pulls out a knife and basically begins cutting into that squirrel right there at the table getting blood everywhere got on the face of gauge um and then when the girl when they're like see this is what we, this is what people died for for this and the woman from the highwayman is like not here not now but basically like we're gonna get her but just not in front of everybody and then they get up and walk away and lydia had with her bloody finger puts it to her mouth and goes shh 
you know like y'all think i'm crazy well i'm gonna be fucking crazy right yeah and it was one of those things where y'all think y'all got a line like y'all just don't know how far i'm i will go like that was kind of her way of leave me the fuck alone and gabe sees this too this comes in this matters later gabe sees this once again doesn't say shit nobody says shit um later daryl pulls it to the side and tells her hey you shouldn't have did that shit and he's like they deserved it like they fucking with me and so i fuck with them back and nobody is addressing it and everybody act like this shit does not affect me well he then says i'll go talk to him and she says he no don't go talk to him because i can't let you fight my battles for me so if i don't do this myself you're essentially uh like like you you're not gonna be able to stand in for me to this group of people Mm-mm. um and so uh then um later uh well after they you know they had this fight uh she later gets jumped by the three people out by negan's living area by the line well where the laundry place she was at earlier mm-hmm. um and you know i was gonna play a clip but it's mostly physical violence yes, so physical. it's just they 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 basically jump her she fights back a little bit but there is three of them against one and right before they can deliver what would have been the killing blow negan comes over and throws the highway woman off of lydia and then the two dudes basically turn into cowards like oh god it's negan and they get scared mm-hmm. and one of them looks so mortified that at first i was like wait didn't like why is he so scared does he even know is he just scared because it's negan turns out he was staring behind negan all the time he get through that woman off of lydia he threw her into something and it ended up killing her by accident the wall yeah yeah so she died and um that's of course when everybody comes out like what are you doing out here negan and all this shit and um (laughs) you know everybody's like um what like like oh god negan killed somebody again uh meanwhile lydia's on the ground crying and she has Negan's back she's like no he saved me and the two dudes lied and like she attacked us and Negan killed that woman it's, it's, it's him it's all the, you know it's a setup yeah they might as well say black lives don't matter yeah <laughs> uh so yeah that Lydia my life don't matter so they say um you know get Negan out of here meanwhile Sadiq comes over to treat Lydia's wound and has a complete PTSD breakdown he runs into his house puts some ice water in a sink or something puts his face in it uh and screams into the water and when he comes back up uh, we well we never see him back to help lydia so that that's the last time we see him so then in the actual infirmary dante ends up caring for lydia's wounds and then daryl comes to talk to her and he apologizes for this happening to her and she then talks about how she misses her dad who apparently stank he didn't like deodorant and sometimes he smelled like garlic and onions and i was like your daddy stank girl i know you've been living in the woods a long time but yuck Mm -mm. um and then she tells daryl that that negan you know saved her life um basically and you know daryl you know i think i think daryl knew she was telling the truth Mm -hmm. and he saw what happened and i don't think there was any doubt in daryl i just Mm-mm. think daryl understands tough call because as we talked about group dynamics this is you turning against the group the group wants negan dead mm-hmm. so you're the one coming out to be like hey guys i think we got this thing wrong 
negan is the one who saved her these guys are the bad guys well it doesn't matter people been wanting negan dead for so long it's like yeah the truth is not really the point yeah, truth don't matter like this is our chance to kill negan and not feel bad about it i want to kill negan you know like 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 you know close enough is is what how <laughs> close enough. is how they were treating it um so you know it's a it's a very you know tenuous situation um and then um after after she tells him about how she misses her dad he actually has a tender moment with her which you know for daryl is kind of big he puts his arm around her and lets her kind of cry you know because she's obviously saddened by this understand that she's having a hard time and the thing is i think daryl can see shit he just responds differently but he understands that he can see shit well also i think daryl knows that it's kind of on them they they're the adults in the room and it's been over a year they don't fucking step up for lydia um and it's in a way now it's almost like a slap in the face to henry's memory mm-hmm. like like if nothing else henry died for his belief in this as long with several of the other people you can't hold it against her forever she also talks about how she blames herself for all this like what if i had killed myself for y'all caught me or stayed in that cell in hilltop none of this would have happened so now she's blaming herself for shit that it's not her fault her mama's an abusive piece of shit right you know so uh then um daryl goes to talk to negan about it how's the kid doing she's banged up but she'll be all right you know the people out there talking about putting you down saying rick ain't around to save you no more maybe they should have done it a long time ago you came here looking for a confession. Just keep walking. It was an accident. And for the record, screw her. He's a goddamn asshole beating on a kid. The world's better off. But you already know that, don't you? <laughs> you came down here to look me in the eye because you don't know what to do with me. Shit, all that time you spent fantasizing about my death, all that time you actually tried to kill me, and now look at you. You're not so sure. You listen to me real close. You and I ain't never been in a room before, not toe-to-toe. And there ain't nobody to save you right now. What do you want me to do, Daryl? I mean, the people out there, they are out for blood. Guys like you and me, we can smell that from a mile away. Why help, Lydia? You ain't no hero. No. No, I'm not. I'm a sucker. See, I started believing in your way of life, your moral code. Hell, you even gave me a little taste of freedom just so you could yank it away when I actually did the right thing. Yeah, and that's what I thought. When Negan was out there by the clothes thing, he must be living in some type of like not not in his cell no more. Like it must be some kind of halfway house type shit. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they threw him back in the cell, even though he did the right thing and defended Lydia. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. You gotta admit that is pretty messed up. 
And we both know I appreciate some messed up shit. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your side. He's a sucker now. He says, who's a sucker now? Because Daryl says he's going to get a chance to tell his side. And nigga, like, them motherfuckers will kill me before that. And and I love this because, you know, I'll be reading. And some of the things you read about, I read about, like, with lynch law and shit. This is kind of how it went in a lot of cases someone is accused of doing something whether it happened or not the predisposition of the public towards that person is what determines if they gonna go kill the person that and it's the general will to lynch people the general lynch mob mentality that people have for good and bad people normally just need a cause and once they have a cause doesn't matter if it's true or not they'll make it as true as it needs to be in order to carry out this justice quote unquote right and the thing about it just like you have a lot of people here when the same thing with lynch mob you have hundreds sometimes thousands of people showing up at literally a one horse town or one sheriff town or a sheriff and a deputy you ain't have you ain't have like a whole police squad to keep people away so when the motherfuckers show up they're not going to stop them because they don't want to die yeah and that's the thing like this is what happens with enough time mm-hmm. enough time passes by and there's some people that want to quote unquote keep that same energy but real life and the way that humanity works most of us are predispositioned that as time passes as you start to cope as wounds heal and when you see some actual change in a human being most of us are programmed to be like well you know what i'm not as angry you know so so it's it's one of those things where now negan and negan understands the way people are part of the reason he used to do what he did was that he was like people's psychology is you know you got to always have somebody to kind of punish and they see that and they they put their energy towards that so anyway negan basically was like look i know y'all want to kill me uh outside carol and daryl have a talk and he basically says you know i believe lydia i don't like fuck him but i believe lydia she ain't she ain't lying and carol basically says this is all a distraction from the tree that hit hilltop and in president trump's impeachment because come on she's like the fuck is this like she's like uh this is a distraction from the real thing if we don't get this fixed we all gonna be fucked up and i and i and this is one to know i'm not voting for her yeah she said we should have went to mexico <laughs> come uh, on daryl and michonne talk via radio he tells her about the knee and stuff she basically says you need to protect lydia and he says like why you know essentially because none of these motherfuckers really want to do it and he, she's like i believe the only reason alpha didn't really just fucking kill us when carol tried to kill her is actually because we have lydia right and i think if we didn't have lydia she wouldn't have just took land she would have killed some people Mm-hmm. you know like she let that shit slide and then she slipped up when she was like as a mother so we know right. that you know like she's bringing that up so um michonne basically is like look she's our ace in the hole until we could come up with a way to like fight them and she said that's actually what carol fucked up i i never i never gave up fighting them i just was waiting for the right opportunity and planning and i'm like that's the michonne i know right and carol was like you got to die now (laughs) right michonne never shows all her cards now maybe it's sleep deprived carol maybe it's the fact that carol been at sea all this time she has medications and shit yeah maybe it's the fact that she has been away from everybody she hasn't been in on the planning with the group no she hasn't um but i know our group is going to resist this shit at some point they refuse to be lorded over by some other fucking group they're not going and they don't trust the walker the whisperer so 
yeah i like that point and then so she's like listen when the when the council votes i want you to stand in as my proxy and vote for me and i vote you know don't kill negan don't kill lydia you know don't like just leave everybody alone so um then um she asked about rj he says he's he's fine he just won't eat his vegetables um and the council meeting aaron is the most gung-ho like i want to kill negan and they're like negan didn't even do nothing and he was like well maybe he changed uh when he saved me or whatever but fuck it like this our chance and sadiq goes off about it whispers ain't the real issue and we need to be worried about i mean Negan's not the real issue we need to be worried about the whispers because you know he's super paranoid now and message right them, them people like in 2016 going hey hey y'all, this is a distraction uh, uh uh these russian robots don't pay them no attention mm-hmm. so then um they basically arrive at a tie and the last deciding vote is gabe gabe is like we should just we shouldn't even be deciding this and daryl's like if we don't decide it the fucking people outside gonna decide it by killing this motherfucker yeah so, we can't not decide dog right so we have to decide what we're gonna do and gabe's like well since it's tied up and i'm the last vote i'm gonna think about it overnight and daryl walks off like this nigga uh <laughs> like he still don't get it like a lynch mob will form tonight nigga um so then in the morning uh gabe goes to check on negan's cell and negan is gone mm-hmm and i'm like man gabe got bad luck he was the one that found the first time negan was gone she he he the one that fucked around didn't lie the gate so then he locks he knocks on lydia's door and daryl answers and he's like negan's gone uh aaron in the morning aaron and gabe are talking lydia wakes up walks out of her house and she sees gabe and aaron talking and aaron's like someone let him out and he said well who was on guard duty laura but well, laura said it wasn't her and i believe her and so she walks past him and says i did it i let negan out and so they put her in the cell I, um, did she just walk herself i think she walked herself to the cell yeah but you know yeah. still she goes into the cell right she's walking right in the jail mm-hmm. um so then dale goes later and gets her out and says i know you didn't do it because and first i believed her i said oh i can see why she would do that but he said i know you didn't do it i know because i watched you all night i was at your house because duh he answered the door so that makes sense he was like i know it wasn't you why are you in the cell why are you doing this and she was like it's the safest place for me basically y'all hate me my mama was right she said y'all pretend to be nice but then as soon as some shit goes down y'all aim the trick aim squeeze the trigger and shoot at a target and it's whoever isn't y'all and i'm that target and so now y'all making me ostracized and blaming me for everything going on and you might as well just leave me in here because i don't want to uh it's not safe for me out there right and that's was negan's whole point negan was like keep me here that's why he told gabe gabe i don't want to go out there they won't blood Mm -hmm. it's too much shit happening right now and i and no matter what happened i am going to be at fault i ain't one of y'all and y'all killing people that ain't one of y'all right so then um he leaves her in there daryl does let her stay and then he goes outside and cleans the graffiti off of lydia's door carol sitting on the rooftop looking outward and um who do you think let negan out of his cage i literally i have no idea like i i i, I mm, that's a good ass question i would know i wonder I, if it's carol 
or either judo no judo's not there all right Fuck. i wonder if it's carol because carol was the only mm. person that daryl talked to about it um i can't think of anybody else that would be motivated to like because she said he was a distraction mm-hmm. so i could see carol being like get rid of the distraction if he's gone we don't got to worry about this we should be focusing on the whispers anyway it was just a thought especially the way the camera panned to her just looking out over everything it made mm-hmm. me wonder anyway uh while she's looking off in the distance it then pans around the whole town and we see silence the whispers has been written in more than one like a few places now in the big places you can't ignore on the side of the church um on the lookout stand and shit like that yeah and gabe is like i don't know and jeff's like you need to make a goddamn decision mm-hmm. and so uh daryl's cleaning out the graffiti on the house but you know and then we also hear at the end this really weird sound of the zombies and some counting like one three one three because you know the whispers are mostly white and they move on the ones and threes and <laughs> and then we it also one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. it was something like that yeah yeah it's not one two three photo anyway they say one three Nine, twos and fours yeah and so then um we also hear them go shh so i'm like that may what do you think we're supposed to get from that i have no idea the truth is i i didn't put no the second time i watched it i think i think i'm not sure this is a guess thing we're supposed to get that maybe they are behind all these zombie attacks and shit or something like they are just constantly among the dead out there and they're right outside the gates of alexandria ready to pounce or for that moment of weakness or whatever so i don't know it just made me think about that so that was it for the episode uh what are you looking forward to next week hmm to see what the decision is what decision they're gonna make i don't know if they're gonna go to oceanside or not but to see them when they get to oceanside and what happens there the decision of oh of uh of, 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 of the, the the trial of of uh lydia oh well see i don't think lydia's really on trial though i think it was negan and negan's gone so ain't gonna be no trial oh yeah for right now and i I guess they're gonna see uh we're gonna find out what happened to negan and who let him out Mm -hmm. yeah i do i'm looking forward to seeing what negan does with his newfound freedom and i'm hoping it's like the comic book yes because that that shit was good i hope yeah. it's like the comic that's book. what i was thinking if this he is like joins the comic up book. with the with the fucking whispers and to see that asshole amongst the whispers would be so fucking good like the preview had a couple clips that looked like it could be him joining the whispers so i just i really hope that's what it is uh so all right we had a couple feedbacks uh this one is from our girl lamar who says hey rod and karen well silence the whispers episode wasn't as epic as i thought it was gonna be it just made me sad the whole episode was like how folks act on social media wasn't it it's like lydia fucking starred in in, in harriet uh and all <laughs> did she rap and say nigga and all the people who wanted to keep a calm head or bring any nuance or truth to the situation either got yelled at or ignored my king was going to end it all oh of course of course it takes a black woman to bring him back from the brink yep but as soon as he got on that off the brink he gonna end up with a white girl i guess 
<laughs> i don't even know that i guess the showrunners didn't get to read that article about how black men need to stop using black women as their mental health doormats he was out there he was out he was out here on ig trying to front like he was okay <laughs> trying to get carol's attention i'm proud of him that he took a social media break by the end of the episode though. come on then everyone get off the internet sir right yeah he really did try to fake it till he made it but I, he couldn't do it no more yeah, y'all he's taking them pictures smiling and shit right i'm gonna be all right hey fuck bitches get money <laughs> uh then then <laughs> like, but you have strip club nigga why you crying right then everyone in alexandria is on twitter and facebook hating on the wrong people and nikki the highway lady out here encouraging people followers to drag lydia and they took it too damn far as always now she retired permanently <laughs> and daryl is like any other parent whose child gets cyberbullied didn't do a damn thing about it till it's too late just sad yeah it really does feel like social like this episode especially has so many social media uh allegories mm-hmm. to me and I, I really was like i think that's partially why i still love the show is because i'm be like this is how niggas are right People, it's unrealistic no it's not Mm-mm. uh the zombies basically rushing bots ready to take over 2020 again Come on. it's like, <laughs> like we, we back bitches while y'all arguing about everything else they they just like we gonna get them in the white house i know the them zombies out there like trump 2020 even though i think lydia is musty i wouldn't wish that on her i <laughs> i understand daryl being worried about her making friends with negan but she was right she wasn't there for all that stuff she knows work release negan prison yoga negan and andy dufresne negan <laughs> folks just want to find someone to be mad at it makes me feel so tense because it mirrored reality so well but i did like all the scenes with luke this episode shocking eugene did we just become best friends that yeah uh he was i forget i forget what word eugene made but it was like cockroach uh the 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 scientific term for cockroaches and luke was like oh yeah the cockroach and he was like looking like you speak that too (laughs) you speak that language uh it was that paul rudd video that keeps going around look at us huh who would have thought then then being coy about why he wanted to go to oceanside lol so cute next ever uh, yeah and then that long goodbye so he did next oh, episode <laughs> i hope you're wrong next episode looks good i'm going to try to manage my expectations i think i'm also disappointed because i was looking forward to seeing more of the kingdom folks and how they're holding up at hilltop turns out no one is okay except jerry connie and luke and i think uh and nabila's still with them right she mm-hmm. didn't die so Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. luke that's why that's why yeah, that's she's why off with the kids that's why jerry okay he like listen i got me a good black woman i'm just over here minding my business me and my five kids um jerry everyone no one was okay except jerry connie and luke and i think i was uh expecting a few more moments of comic relief i guess the creators try to set the move for what's to come if that was their goal this episode was success yeah i think the comedy is gonna be coming in this episode i really do man i i'm not i'm not gonna try to hype people up but i feel like tonight if we get some negan amongst them whispers that's the comedy because i won't see this nigga act negany around them crazy motherfuckers and you know what uh another reason why i actually enjoy it now because we're actually getting negan how we should have got negan when he first got introduced yeah we're actually getting him like him actually physically being there Mm -hmm. doing like a whole episode like so i really am enjoying us getting full full, and you're not substituting or throwing nobody to in his spot yeah i just man i really hope i oh it's gonna be like and i know it's because i read the comics and that shit was so 
oh it was so fucking good man he just stayed with the jokes and the you know negan always gotta say one asshole comment too much but not so much you gotta fight him right just that one more annoying comment that's just like why did you have to bring up my dick what's wrong with you like what does my dick have to do with this situation anyway uh rod and karen this is from k swag there are so many feelings and emotions unpacking this episode especially when you add in the soundtrack zeke is all messed up lost his kingdom lost his girl and most importantly lost his swag yeah mm-hmm. when him and michelle talk about losing their mask and the mask are the things that allow them to cope that was uh that was pretty deep so he takes his shot at michelle and even though it's mistimed and awkward it does bring him back you can hear some king in his voice yeah he said and yet i smile i said yeah you just <laughs> laid delicious on her okay <laughs> <laughs> uh and a, con- and a conversation can bring a depressed brother back from the edge then rick must have been fighting zombies bare hand try to get back to alexandria <laughs> i know i bet michelle smells like coco butter and mark jacob perfume seven years into the z-box <laughs> yeah she don't look like she stank Mm-mm. anyway aaron is a world-class hater and i do think they may be giving daryl too many lines <laughs> daryl needs to be less like a wise old man and get back to his redneck ways k swag <laughs> love the pie thank you i actually do not mind more daryl as long as they write him the way they're writing him right and it feels authentic that daryl were like identity to the character right he's had to step up and talk more but i mean it's daryl you know what i'm saying like you ain't gonna get but so many lines it ain't well it's not like he's saying like if daryl would have like like that funny part where they had last week where daryl gave mm-hmm. a whole fucking background to his father and we're like daryl has never spoken that much like what's that what's wrong with this and you were like oh okay this makes sense this is not reality right this was a dream sequence and you're like that does make sense this nigga you have to be dreaming for this nigga to speak more than 35 seconds uninterrupted so right yeah i i don't know i don't mind jerry i mean jerry daryl all right y'all that's it uh for this episode um and uh for those that are live in the chat we're gonna do a regular episode right, right after, after this, this. so to hang on y'all so hang on in the feed you'll see this episode and then you'll see another episode pop up on the same day yes uh so we just wanted to get our walking dead in and until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.